0: Welcome to Zero O'Clock, a podcast created to be a safe space to learn and grow. Grab your favorite drink and join us. Now brewing hair. (laughs) I forgot how the song goes. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, I'm your (laughs) host, (laughs) Kay. I'm your (laughs) (laughs) host, (laughs) Karen. And welcome back again after
1: another break <laughs> yes a really weird break that wasn't planned it just happened yeah final suck yes before we get into all of that what are we drinking uh cold coffee yeah me too i made this made this a while ago it's okay but yes this episode is all about self-care what we do to relax and also just mini updates so it's gonna be chill we're just talking and we hope you enjoy visual yes
0: but yes actually in this moment in time when we're recording um it was just announced that bts are having a Rolling Stone collection edition thingy cover whatever Made no
1: sense. I'm sorry. Um, So I'm living for these pictures. I have not looked at them, but Kay has been reading stuff and we were discussing. And it's so funny because we were having a conversation before um, that was not relaxing. And then I ended up getting, (laughs) I ended up getting a call and an email about interviews for a job, which is also not, relaxing <laughs> and then Kay started reading their interviews for the Rolling Stone and the things they were talking about were not relaxing so this yeah. this, this entire episode is supposed to be a relaxing self-care get ready with me routine but I am on edge <laughs> <laughs>
0: um well perfect depiction because yes that's how I feel um
1: oh man But it kind of works because now you'll just see, you'll hear us talk about the things we do to try to stay relaxed during very hectic times. Yeah.
0: um, Sorry. Um, Yeah. I am just, we're both, well, I was going to wash my face. But I usually do that at night, so it just it really makes no sense.
1: Yes, I mean, so this was originally supposed to be filmed, like, at night, like, as we, like, unwind. But, like I said, our schedules are so messed up that it's now a morning self-care routine. Um. So I also was going to wash my face, but I didn't know how that was going to work out. So I did it before. Did it before, and now here I am.
0: I think especially because this is, like, a more get ready with us <laughs> kind of situation um it feels very weird for me personally because I usually once I'm up I just like go because one I wake up later than most people uh, so I really haven't had time and especially these last couple of days I have been getting up early but it has been to do finals so mm-hmm. immediately as I'm waking up I'm like okay, let's go up and do things. Let's be up and just, wh- however we woke up, we woke up. Mm-hmm. It's the first time in a, the a last few weeks that I really am just chilling and trying to chill as much as I can.
1: Yes, for me, I recently finished student teaching and while I was student teaching, I'd be up at 5.30 and my like morning routine was like 10 minutes long. And my makeup only took 10 minutes. So today is like a slower day where I did a face mask. Well, when I washed my face, which I do every day. But then I did a face mask, which is so funny because it's like a gingerbread. (laughs) It's a gingerbread face mask that I honestly, I don't remember when I got this. And it could be really old and I just put it all over my face. But it's okay because... I guess I just don't take care of my face well but it's a gingerbread face mask and it's brown and Kay was making fun of me because it just blended into my skin mm-hmm. it just looks like me with a weird pattern but I did that and also what I've been s- starting to use I think I told you all that I wanted to get an eye cream I don't know did I say it like on air or did I just tell you I know you told me. I don't remember if you said it on there. Oh, well, I wanted to get an eye cream and I did. And I, I I use that every day. And then other than that, that's it. That that's where I would typically stop. But today we're going all out and we're gonna do our makeup. So yeah. Mm. Very basic routine. I feel like Kay has a better routine. Like she uses actual products and stuff. I'm just like here, like I wash my face and I go um well since
0: we're speaking about products we've used um well I showered right before um I got uh we connected (laughs) um and started having our daily conversation our weekly conversations whatever they are um but I showered and I showered and I've been using um Let's see. Okay. I I didn't use my special shampoo today. It's usually my purple shampoo. Um but I'm only supposed to use it once a week. So I didn't know that a while ago, but now I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not that I would wash my hair every single day with it. I wouldn't because then I don't wash my hair every day. Um but uh I I think I used my tea tree oil uh shampoo today. I don't remember. Um uh, and then my basic um my, my basic body wash um that I'm not gonna tell you guys because I'm a gatekeeper, um, gatekeeper. but <laughs> a gatekeeper <laughs> um but I am gonna recommend you guys because I've been using it, and I feel like it has done so much good for my skin. I don't know if that even made sense, but I've been using the sujong uh face wash face cleanser, foam cleanser, whatever it is it is so good i am like recommending it to anyone who hears me um i was using the CeraVe before the CeraVe cleanser um but i just i felt it wasn't doing anything for my skin it was just very neutral um i wasn't seeing any progress and i had been using it for half a year and just nothing um but the sujun cleanser is usually what they say it's like a beginner's guide start to Um, Korean beauty products and it is helpful with your um, skin barrier in order to keep it hydrated but cleansed at the same time. Um, I use it every single day. It is so good. It makes my skin, especially as I'm putting the foam on, it feels like a little cloud going around in my face. Um, Love it, love it. So I cleansed my face with that this morning Um, and I'm currently doing acne treatment, I was supposed to go do my chemical peel la- yesterday, but I didn't have time because finals. Um, but I I use the um, clindamycin, whatever it's called, um, on my skin. I do it every day. So I put this on this morning, and now I'm gonna do my makeup. And I'm gonna put my usual... Primer sunscreen moisturizer
1: shebang. What did I tell y'all, she got this whole <laughs> <laughs> she got this whole routine. Then there's me. I literally use some random clean and clear <laughs> face wash <laughs> that I use all the time. Okay, well no. So I used to use X out, And honestly, I don't even know if it's a good product. I just remember getting it years ago when I was a teenager and my skin just worked well with it. So I can't, I'm not going to recommend that to other people. I don't even know if that's like a thing anymore. Remember the commercials? Yeah. So my I dad wanted me to get it so bad. It, for me, it worked really well, but it's like $90 a bottle, and it's crazy, and I just, I, I didn't want to spend that anymore, so I stopped using it. I started using Clean & Clear, um, and so far, my skin is fine. I feel like for the past couple of years, I don't really deal with a lot of breakouts and stuff, so I can just get away with using, like, a regular daily cleanser and some lotion oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm the very opposite where like m- the products I use on my face matter a lot yeah because my face is incredibly sensitive yeah. um and I break out a lot so um hence why I use so many products <laughs> hoping one works oh, I'm not thinking, I don't The I my skin works so well on my skin like um it's For me, it's usually three months before I actually see actual progress. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing is that my skin had already begun to clear up a few, back in 2019. Um, Can you believe that? And um, I looked great without makeup, but I stopped going to see my dermatologist and then COVID happened and then y'all know, y'all know all of that. Um, so then my skin started breaking out again because I wasn't using my uh, clinomycin, whatever it's called, um, which is meant to prevent bacteria from clogging up your pores. Try to know that. Um, but yeah, so I want to see my dermatologist again because I'm like, girl, I am suffering. My skin is dying. She's going through it. She needs help. And I am, I think, at two months of the process with now I'm doing the chemical peel. Which is supposed to help with um uh with just everything overall and scarring. There you go. I
1: was looking for the word. Um now so. my biggest, the biggest issue with my face is in the winter months I get really, really bad eczema. So it's not even acne, it's just eczema for a couple of months, and that's when I use like heavy like, face moisturizer. I f- I found that baby's eczema lotion it works so much better than one's made for adults, and it's just because I like using baby products because I feel like, I don't know if it's true, I never read the ingredients, but for me, I, like, made up in my head that baby products are better to use because it's for baby skin. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, no, that's true.
1: So, I I use, like, a baby, like, Eczema lotion for my face, but now I don't need to use that anymore because it's getting nicer. So I'm just back to some whatever lotion I can find, I just put it on. Mm -hmm. But I I do what I do need to buy again is sunscreen. I know sunscreen you can wear it all year round, Mm -hmm. but I get lazy in the winter months and I never do it. And now I don't have any sunscreen, so I need to go and get one. And I like to mix that with my foundation
0: um that whole saying and I didn't really like I knew if people kept telling me like obviously it's true I just didn't want to believe it because I'm also lazy but honestly adding sunscreen to your routine is so good for you like honestly I think with the new cleanser going back to my dermatologist in general and adding sunscreen to my um skincare routine was what was able to help my skin become healthier better um I don't break out as much as I would and yeah like it just so much better um last year around this time my skin was going through it and I was like I hate it here mm-hmm. um but now now we're back to our original uh what is it uh, oh, I forgot to say. <laughs> Never mind.
1: We're we're back in the game, everyone. <laughs> I'm back in the game, but but yeah, and and keeping on the whole self care routine. I will say that I feel like during the week it's not really a self-care routine. It's just throwing things on my face so I can get out of here. I tend to have like a whole, like I like Sunday, Sunday afternoons. It's like full on self-care where I have my candles, I have music. I like make sure I'm like plucking my eyebrows. I do whatever I need to do on Sundays. I like have a face mask and all of that. But any other day of the week, Your girl looks wild. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think I'm... Like, especially now, I think this is a perfect... um, Perfect channel where uh, I can finally relax after so long and give myself a morning routine. That's what I want to do, especially now where I'm not going to... Like, I don't have... Like, before it would be, oh, wake up for class, get ready, um, have have breakfast done so that you're eating in class and now I'm not going to have that um and I won't have to do work so while I'm looking for a job I still want to you know
1: give myself a little routine something to look forward to every day yeah I find that my evening slash night routines are more set in stone because typically that doesn't change. I'm always going to come home, but my morning routines are all over the place because I just never, I don't have like a set thing in life yet. Like mm-hmm. some days it's going to class. Some days I have nothing to do or some days recently with student teaching. And now I'm back in the weird phase of, I don't really need a morning routine because I can just wake up whenever. Mm-hmm. And as long as I make sure that I'm decent by 2 PM to oh, go yeah. to work, Then that's fine, but like I had said earlier, I am starting to get interviews for jobs, so that means my whole morning routine is going to change yet again. I
0: wish, I wish. Um, I was thinking about this last night actually, and I'm like, I am looking forward to finally reading all the books that I have piled up. Oh, my goodness, yes.
1: I am so looking forward to it. Um, yes, I love reading. It's my, my best advice for when it comes to self-care is literally turn your phone off, like throw it in a corner and just do things where you're not looking at a screen. So whether yeah. that's reading or journaling or literally just laying there, like sometimes I find myself that I just need to lay in my room like in silence and just like collect myself. Mm -hmm. and in our day and age I feel like people don't do that anymore because we're constantly on our phones but for those who don't like reading I really suggest like try try it again and maybe we should do an episode on like different books that we've read I know we've done it before but actually this time have books with us and like do full-on recommendations Oh
0: my god. Okay. So now that I were mentioning this and <laughs> I think to the point where I'm so relaxed, I'm gonna just tell you. Mm-hmm. Um so uh back when <laughs> when I had my YouTube channel, <laughs> uh-huh. um, one of my things because someone had done it and it wasn't mm-hmm. as a common thing as it is i think Mm -hmm. now and i think especially because of book talk and that that just like in youtube itself like it also became a huge thing recently but this was like a few years ago where um i don't remember the person but they did like this thing where they recommended books um and so i was like oh i want to do that and call it like i don't know k's bookshelf or something Uh um literally like that k's bookshelf like i wasn't even going to use my real name yeah Um,
1: and I agree I think we should do that and I think it'll be fun especially since Kay and I I feel like we have similar tastes in books but at the same time it's very different I'm not not okay it's not that our taste in books are different I think we are just reading different kinds of books right now like I I would read the books that she's reading and I'm sure she would read the books I'm reading but we're in different phases of reading (laughs) (laughs) and then I think we have like a good range of books to talk about and what's even funny that you brought up books it's we bought literally the same book what was it two weeks ago yeah. Last week, yeah, like two like two weeks, so. weeks ago, when we saw each other finally after nine months, yeah, together we went and took our graduation pictures, and while we were here, well, while she was here, she went. We went to Barnes and Noble together, and we bought a book. So yeah. yeah, so we we like the same books. We're just in different reading moods.
0: Yeah. And, like, honestly, when I read something, and I feel like because we're, I also feel like we both read, while we do read the same thing, sort of, like, the same genres and all of that Uh stuff, we also read it and contextualize it very differently. Yeah. Um, Which I, like, when, especially when we do kind of read similar books or, we do read the same books and we just when we talk about it we approach it in very different aspects and I think that also makes the conversations we have really interesting because I'm like oh I didn't see that yeah Um, so I think that's really cool Mm -hmm. and um but yeah I I definitely think we are in different book phases in our life right now where like the books I'm reading I'm like oh my gosh I need to recommend this to Carrot because I feel like she'll love it Uh
1: Um,
0: so like I know like you would read it it's just you're not like you have to be pushed (laughs)
1: Yes, I, one of the books specifically, Into the Magic Shop, I really want to read it, but I just feel like I'm not in the mood for that type of book right now. What, honestly, the book that I just read, it's called The Song of Achilles, and no, I did not, okay, okay, I didn't read it because everyone is, like, everyone and their moms are reading it now, like, that's not why I was reading it, but that's why I found out, like, that's how I found out about it. I love Greek mythology. I took every Greek class that my school had to offer. I love the story of Achilles and Patroclus. I used to write papers Mm -hmm. on their entire relationship, and I would get, like, bad grades on it because my professor just didn't believe that they were lovers, and I didn't even know that this book existed, and when I found out about it, I immediately bought it, and I read it, and I cried my eyes out and now I'm like Kay, read it cat read it you might not get the war parts but you'll get the love like like (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's that's what I'm like into that's where my mind is right now and into the magic shop is not anything near that I don't know do you want to explain what it is um well if you're a BTS
0: fan it's literally the story of magic shop it's um I read this last year um like around this time too and around this time is when we got the actual like mustard dvd like like i got my memories on snap and it literally said i was watching it this time last year Mm -hmm. um but so like watching that all over again and then listening to magic shop i was like wait that is literally the book itself and i like love 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 the fact that they were able to Put the whole book into a three four minute song, mm-hmm. and explain literally every single aspect of it. But mm-hmm. it's very philosophical to the point where I'm just I was just I was like, oh my god, like I don't want to think about the meaning of life. Yeah, what it means to open up my heart and you know put up my desires, um, into the world and basically manifesting these things into existence, um and it's basically the life of a, neur- uh, a neurosurgeon, and um, he, he's retelling his story of his childhood and meeting this person who basically helped him learn how to open up his heart, um, to give him, like, the desires, um, and to basically learn how manifestation works, mm-hmm. um, and this person was basically he lived a very poor life and this person was the one person who really saw him for who he was and how special he was um and it was over the course of a summer um and then he basically talks about how he used those lessons throughout his life but the one thing he never learned how to do was really open up his heart the Mm -hmm. way he was taught and then basically loses everything in the end and because he didn't know how to do that um and it's just basically his journey throughout all of that while at the same time learning how powerful the heart is and how the heart's desire really inspires us to to do things
1: to make things happen yeah um, and, see, and yeah that is so interesting to me and i would love to read it but i feel like i don't want to start thinking that deep about things like the Song of Achilles. It's a good book, but it's also just fiction, and it's not that deep. Mm-hmm. So you can just read it and move on. But with things like that, I know how I am as a person, and I love thinking in that way and thinking about life and having these deep thoughts. I'm just I'm just drained right now. I don't know yeah. if I could add that to my life. Like wow. like I said, reading for me right now is like this. Par- it's part of my self care. And I feel like if I read that book, not that it's not going to be like self-care, but it's it's not the type of self-care I think I need right now with yeah. everything, with the changes that we are approaching with graduating college and me starting under, not undergrad, me starting grad school <laughs> and all of these things. I just don't know if that's what I want to add into my life right now.
0: Yeah, and I totally agree. And honestly, I'm very surprised at myself for doing it, for reading it during a pandemic. Like, yeah, right. so, so,
1: I can't believe you did that. I yeah,
0: and like honestly, I'm gonna be honest. It was hard. It mm-hmm. was hard to sit there and read this book and also think about the life we were currently living, mm-hmm. and we still are living, honestly. But it, it it was difficult to get through the book. It took me a while, which. um, at a point, I feel like I was forcing myself to finish because I'm just like I just I just want to read the book. Like I really want to understand it. Yeah. Um. But I'm glad I did. It took me a lot, a little longer than it would usually would. But it was. I think it was definitely because of experiencing so many emotions, especially in the midst of a pandemic. And it was just. It was not. Not good. Um, yeah, exactly. You know what? I cried. <laughs> I cried. <laughs>
1: What's funny is that I remember, well, okay, no, because Kay started reading this around, like, this time, so, like, May of last year, and during that time, I was not reading, but when I did start reading, unfortunately, it was because I had to for classes, but the good thing about my classes is... I I love education, so we're actually reading children's chapter books, so when I got into my reading phase again, I once again was just reading, like, these very, just, like, (laughs) like, not childish, I mean, they're all, they are childish because they're children's books, but nothing compared to what Kay was putting herself through. Yeah. I, I was just, I, I mean the topics in those books were heavy like for example we read The Great Gilly Hopkins and that's actually about the foster care system so like we had deep conversations on the books but the book themselves is a fourth grade book and then we also read I don't remember what it's called but it's basically about this like immigrant family who wants to open their own hotel so then we were talking about what it means to be an immigrant in the United States which it's funny because it was in a class filled with white people who had no idea what they were talking about mm-hmm. and then there was me the daughter of an immigrant so that so like it we had the deep conversations but still it wasn't it wasn't the like kind of deepness that Kay was putting herself through yeah <laughs> Um,
0: around the same time <laughs> I was I had read Into the Magic Shop I had read uh, Almond which I I want to read that That—that want- that is so good it makes you just I think especially because it's a book that is based and was written in Korea mm-hmm. where it's still very conservative and traditional um, I think it was a very important topic to think about because it deals a lot with mental illness and what it means um, for someone with a disability to need to rely on people and how accessible we really are. Um, I think think that was just so great. I think out of all the books I was putting myself out there, one, it was one of my favorites and it was the easiest to get through. And I was just, I just, I, I was crying the entire time because I'm just like, oh my gosh the he uh yes (laughs) that was me but one I think another difficult book that I was reading around that time was When Breath Becomes Air and honestly I got through that a lot faster than I did with Into the Magic Shop and I think it's because I had read Into the Magic Shop and it dealt with a lot of similar aspects but it does deal with death and it is just painfully hard at the end and it really does make you think about, you know, the, the science behind life, life and death, but also what it, what it means. Like, where are we going afterwards? What, what are we doing with our life now um, to make it worthwhile?
1: Yeah, and uh, that I cannot read. Uh, <laughs> I cannot read anything with death currently. I'm still in a whole hot mess, but... I I want to start reading books like that. I I actually went to Barnes and Noble like two weeks, not two weeks ago, like three weeks ago, the week before Kay came up here. And I was just like, it's not self-help. Like what, what are these types of books? I don't even know how to label what these books are. Cause it's not really self-help, but it's, it's just like these like thought provoking. Yeah. These books. So I'm like, I specifically was in the section for, like, about adulthood, like, transitioning from Mm -hmm. childhood to adulthood, life after college, like, those types of books I was looking at, and I ended up not buying one, I had all these books, like, in my hand ready to go, and Before I could even leave the store, I was just like, I am not ready to read words of like people like giving me advice of what to do next, because I'm scared. And eventually, I would like to get there and back to the whole death thing. I think eventually, I would like to get books on grieving and mourning and figure out how to handle my mom passing away. But I'm not ready to do that. And I think the books that I'm reading right now are just great examples of my whole, like, avoidance of life and, like, escaping reality. Because I can mm-hmm. just read fictional stories of other people going through things that I'm not going through. Yeah. Uh, I-, I don't know
0: exactly what provoked me to read those kind of books at mm-hmm. the time, especially we were living in them. Mm-hmm. um because my anxiety was incredibly heightened at the time um and so just I don't know if it was to push myself to to learn how to cope with it to learn how to deal with it
1: yeah or
0: I don't know it, it, it's very interesting but at the same time a lot of these books um are books that Mr. Uh, Kim Nam Jun has read yeah.
1: um
0: so it, it it also at the same time that I was reading it I was like this man really sat here and read all of this and wow, what was he thinking?
1: This big brain king. I love him yeah.
0: so There's this one book I really want to read because I think I think it would make me understand his mentality a little bit more mm-hmm. but I'm never able to find it and I guess I'm so sad. Um, it's called uh, Something Outside the Box. But it's basically talking about masculinity um in today's age and what it means to, to like what it means in society for masculinity to be upheld or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's thinking of different ways into holding masculinity and this was something he read a few years ago actually and today in the rolling stone interview he mentioned something about that like about masculinity itself and how it's an outdated term mm-hmm. um which i briefly saw I, I did not really think about it too much because we were on air so i was just like i'm not gonna do that but it was just it's it's very interesting i think another book i read into the magic shop um, when Breath Becomes Air, Almond ended up being one of his mm-hmm. recommendations. Um, uh, Kim Ji Young, born in 1982, I think. Which, it, I, I tried it. oh my god, okay, so I have a lot to say about this. I prefer watching, I mean, I prefer reading the book before I watch the movie, mm-hmm. but because we were still pandemic, tightened all of that situation, I was like, I'm going to watch the movie first, and it stars,
1: um, Mr. Goblin. <laughs> Mr. Goblin, okay. <laughs> uh, I, feel like, I, feel like I feel like I'm the only one that understands what that means. If you don't watch K-dramas, you have no idea who it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gangu.
0: Um th- That's what stars. Um, He's the husband. And, um, yeah, it, it just it's basically, it's it's the most narrative story ever, <laughs> like, that I've read so far, um, because it's literally just the story of this person, Kim Ji-young, I think, I think that's her name, oh my god, I forgot, but she's obviously born in 1982, and it just deals with her, her life, it's her retelling um, her story, and I think the reason at first I wasn't enjoying it was because, like, oh this is just my daily experience this this has something that I've always dealt with this but I think the purpose of it was just to show how like for us women this is something that's so normalized
1: mm-hmm. that we
0: have you know this is something that's embedded into our life from the minute we're born that we don't realize all of these um prejudices and um discrimination that ends up happening because we're so used to it because that's so embedded into us. Um and I think maybe that's why a lot of men who are feminist enjoyed the book because it made them see things in a different perspective but for me it was just like well that's my daily experience I can't I don't really enjoy it <laughs> like it's just for me it was very narrative in the sense of like oh you too like yeah but it it was good I liked it it's it also like it deals with her especially when she becomes a mom and dealing with postpartum and how especially in korea that's not something it's like why are you dealing with that yeah Um, but it's also her husband trying to learn how to also cope with that um and understand her better
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so good for him i guess um but it, apparently it created an uproar in Korea because it was seen as such a feminist book, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, while yes, I do see the feminist ideology in it i didn't I didn't see how it would cause an uproar, and people would really protest this book because mm-hmm. I'm just like, but she's telling the truth, like it's just her life um, but yeah, what other book have I read? <laughs> I don't know. Then um, I stopped, honestly.
1: Yes, I I feel like after <laughs> after we bought our books, I think I just stopped reading because I I'm reading one right now but I only read one chapter, so I have nothing to say on it, so I'm not going to talk about it until I've read more so I can say something, but I I want to get back into reading. I feel like I was into reading for a good month, and now I'm slowly falling out, and I don't want to, because reading for me is such a good, like, relaxer like Mm -hmm. I just love reading reading for fun and and that's what I that's what I was thinking as you were talking and I'm like I love that we can read these things and like even like watch movies related to it that in a way like educates us and I feel like people don't realize that that is a form of self-care I think like as long as you I feel like when we hear self-care, it's like, oh, what are like some good, like just chill things we can do to make ourselves feel good. But I think educating yourself is a form of self-care Yeah, and it might be, it might be an intense form. Like if the types of books that Kay read, like it is an intense form of self-care, but it's still like you're caring for yourself because you're willing to learn about topics, And dive deeper into topics that might not be so easy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, when it comes to how you want to self care, depending on the day, I actually had this conversation with one of my friends the other day, where it's like, um, I feel like we're started. We live in a society where now we have to make a big deal out of everything, where it's like. Anytime we are watching something or reading something or just being, we have to think deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and a YouTuber actually talked about this too, where she was like how she's been listening to true crime and she's like, how is this affecting me as a whole? hmm and then she's like, "But well, why does everything have to affect us so and that and that made me think of like when it comes to self care, there are two ways you can go about it. you can go about it in the intense, like educating yourself, taking care of yourself in that way, but there is nothing wrong in just relaxing and just forgetting about the outside world and just doing something that's for you it, it's for you, and i and I will say that I was struggling with that recently with everything going on. I feel like everything that I had to do, I had to have a direct, like, impactful purpose of doing it. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, no, because when I'm by myself in my room and I have me time, I don't need to 100% focus on all the stuff going on out there. Like, that's that takes away from the whole idea of self-care yeah
0: and I think that's really important to like think about especially in the world that we just live in right now because I definitely agree like we live in such a fast-paced environment that like everything we do has to be quote-unquote for a good cause mm-hmm. do something good for us yeah we, the most provoking in our life it has to be all inspiring life-changing life-altering all of these things and it's like and
1: what that, that is, is all care like that is growth you're educating yourself you're educating others that is self-care but also but it also
0: can become exhausting and tiring and sometimes it's good to just sit and do nothing
1: yes it's okay to do nothing and just have me time. Like I said, I, sometimes I just turn everything off and I like to just lay there, but I feel like in our society, as I'm doing it, I can never fully enjoy it because I'm like, carrot, you are doing nothing right now. You have all this time on your hands and you're just laying here, like, how dare you not be on Twitter posting about what's going on in the world and educating others, like, how dare you not do this, but you need time for yourself, Mm -hmm. and, um,
0: I think going with that, uh, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought, oh man, well, I, I mean, just in general, like, it's, it's good to just turn yourself off for a second and you know it's incredibly hard and I think this was just heightened because of the pandemic like Mm -hmm. because we realized because we're at home we're stuck at home all the time and you know we've been at home for a year now and everyone's like you know telling you you know now you have all the time in the world you know don't take it for granted anymore like you have a chance to live like now take advantage of it and Mm -hmm. it's like Yes, but, like, let's chill down for a second and just, yeah. just chill.
1: Like, yeah, so it's like, how do I live my life to the fullest, but then also relax like is relaxing living my life to the fullest and I like to think that if I don't give myself time to relax and unwind and just like go at a slower pace I'm not ever going to enjoy when I'm moving at a faster pace and doing all these fun things like you need we're humans our bodies need rest we need to just sit and I don't know watch cartoons even at the age of 21 or read read, like, a chapter book or something that has nothing to do with, like, these big life changes. Like, I want to read about Achilles and Patroclus falling in love and not feel guilty about it. <laughs> I think, I think you mentioning, like, all of this also,
0: like, sparked in me. Um I think especially for us, like, our age, our age group, our generation, whatever, I think for us it's, I think especially important because not only did we grow up as the digital age was starting up, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of us, while we still live in this nostalgic realm, we kind of lost it because at the same time we were very young but um we were pushed into the into this like technological world mm-hmm. that like we we do think about it and like about like us as we were younger, but we forget it very easily because we 're just like. Well, now we're in a completely new, different world, um, but I think it's really good, not only for us now, but I think definitely for our <laughs> our inner child. And that's something that I've been dwelling in a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so good for our inner child to just to just calm down. And you know, I think especially I don't know if it's because of graduation or because of just everything, but I'm just like thinking a lot about my. Five, six-year-old self, and I'm just like, what a life she had! Like, what I wish to, you know, be that again. Um, but also, what I would love for me right now to sit with her right now and yeah. just, just sit and and chill and just like, be like, girl, don't stress, mm-hmm. don't worry about anything. Gonna be. Because you're gonna be worrying about a lot of things as you grow older. Mm-hmm. So right now, just like chill, sit back, relax, and I'ma join you. And I think that in itself, when we think about our, you know, and again, I'm gonna go all thought provoking, but like because I want us to also like not think about it, <laughs> um, as weird as it sounds, but it's like I I like really hope a lot of us do dive into our inner child a little bit just to do that, just to like realize how far we've come mm-hmm. and be like we didn't have any worries before let's let's think about that again and not think about things um the other day I was watching Sesame Street mm-hmm. and I was like I remember this episode So I'm gonna yes. sit here and watch the whole episode and I did oh. and I'm like wow how I've grown but also how I would love to be a little kid again
1: Yes. And I, so two things, one, the whole digital age, it's crazy that when, when we first started the episode, I said that my advice for self-care is to turn off your screens. And that wasn't a thing before we Mm -hmm. have just, this is this technology, the way that we use technology, our phones, iPads, computers, the, the constant communication between people who are not directly in front of you is a new thing and i always think oh when i turn off my screen and i'm like reading or writing or just doing something that doesn't involve technology i'm like oh this is nice this is self-care this is me time but then i'm like what did people do before so did did they constantly get to live because when i'm not on my phone i I can see that my anxiety isn't high because i'm not comparing myself to what's going on so did people before technology constantly feel like they were having like this relaxing me time all the time because all they like they didn't have to worry about what are they missing by not holding their phone in their hand And it's, it's funny that now our self-care routine includes turning all of this off, but years ago or, and not that many years ago, they didn't have to turn something off to relax. So what do they do? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I can enjoy simple things because my mind is constantly like, did I get a text? Did someone email me? Am I missing something for work? Like I can't ever relax. How what how, how did people live life before when they didn't have this fast communication? Like, were they just always relaxed? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it's just <laughs> like that. That's it. Like you said it. Like
1: yeah. And then that and then that goes back to the whole like being a child because not only was it a relaxing time of like not having technology, but we do not realize. Not that there isn't childhood trauma, like, there as not all children have this perfect childhood where they didn't deal with issues like I dealt with issues, but like when I wasn't, when I didn't have to face the world of all my childhood trauma, when I could literally just go outside in my backyard and like dig dirt into a bucket, like I wish that I could tell myself, keep doing this and enjoying it because I think, like, I don't think as I got older that I've ever done something where I'm not constantly worried about something else Mm -hmm. besides when I was a kid when I was a kid and my mom gave me my moon sand to play in the backyard nothing else existed but if somebody if I sat here and did something for fun that wasn't like I don't know I I just did something that wasn't important I would be stressed out if somebody gave me moon sand right now and I was playing with it no way am I enjoying the experience because I have all these things that I'm worried about and I wish that I could go back to a child and just play with my sand and not think of anything yeah oh
0: my god (laughs) lately it's just been every single episode I'm crying like (laughs) you guys are experiencing a whole new me honestly um, but yeah, I have been dwelling on this, like, I think one of the things, especially for me, because I have like so much undealt trauma, um, I like really am trying to heal that inner child, but at the same time, I'm just like, girl, what trauma, but you know, like that, that's me invalidating my feelings. Um. But, like, I think that is so – that, that's so good for us because, like, at the same time, like, I had so many good memories mm. from my childhood aside from all the negatives. Um, and when I think about the good and when I really sit down and, like, dive deeply into all the good things that I had, like, I had when I was a kid, I'm like, I, ju- I just for one day, for one day or one hour at least, want to meet myself at five, six years old because I know that girl was dealing with a lot, but she still managed to try and have a good time, mm-hmm. and I just don't listen to her, and I'm like, girl, forget about it. like, you would think that this is stressful now, it does not compare
1: to the things in the future. Like, what's funny is that as a kid, I used to look at adults, and I'm like, they have their life together, like, they are so carefree, like, mm-hmm. here am I, like, I'm a kid, and I have to do homework and go to school and talk to people and do all these things and I just thought adults were so lucky to not have to do anything (laughs) yeah what a lie what a lie that I told myself and I remember at a certain age I just wanted to keep growing up and everybody goes through that we just want to grow up and then we grow up and we're like why did we do that to ourselves Mm -hmm. and now what's now I feel like my self-care is always trying to get to that feeling that I used to when I was a kid and carefree. Like, how can I be carefree? I do all these things during my self-care me time, but even at the end of the day, I cannot sit here and just fully relax. Yeah. And even when,
0: like, I, like, I that have nieces and I am, you know, at the, at the stage in life where I'm, like, the cool aunt. And like they always want to play with me and they want to take me to the park and we go play in the playground and all of these things and I'm doing these childish things, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, but I have to go home and do this. Yeah. But I have to do this. Mm-hmm. And I have to go at home at home to cook. And like I have but, so many things on my list that I'm like, even though I'm doing these childish things, I can't fully submerge myself and enjoy it. Yes.
1: And, I feel like I feel like recently I haven't enjoyed anything. And not feel like stressed out. Except, I'm not gonna cry. But I, I feel like the the times that I felt totally carefree and relaxed was in my classroom with my students, and nothing else mattered outside of the world. And I just felt fine. And now that that's over. I've been thrown back into reality of I need to do this, this, and this. Like, how did, like, I know that the past 16 weeks of student teaching was part of my degree, but I was like, how dare you spend 16 weeks being carefree and being happy and relaxed when you had all of this stuff to do? And I keep beating myself up because why wasn't I applying to jobs while I was student teaching? Why wasn't I, I literally just bought my textbooks for school that starts in two weeks typically carrot won't do that carrot would buy her books like a month in advance so I'm like beating myself up why didn't you get your books why didn't you apply to jobs why why didn't you talk to your boss about having more hours for work why didn't you do this this and this during my time that I was finally happy I felt so happy and relaxed for once and now it's gone (laughs) We must get rid of that like emotion <laughs> like
0: that in <and> itself. oh <laughs> bless you <laughs> thank you oh my gosh I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe it happened right when I was talking um but no like I, I I think for everyone that's that's just a lot of hard work that we have to do and to just to just be happy for once. Like, I feel like that's so hard for us to do. And I put myself in that narrative as well. Like it's, hap- it's hard for me to be happy a lot of times. And I'm just, like, constantly beating myself up for so many things that are within and with, like, completely out of, you know, my control. Mm-hmm. But, like, I still, you know, fault myself for it. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, it's you. You're the wrong one. Yeah. But it's like, what does that do in the end? It just hurts us. It makes us more insecure about a lot of things um and it just makes it harder for us in the future and
1: and it, it's funny that this whole episode's about self-care but us talking to ourselves like that is not a form of self-care like that is yeah. destroying yeah. yourself the fact that I can't even self-care properly just shows how my life is but and then also speaking of self-care there are different forms self-care doesn't have to be sitting in your room with a face mask on like mm-hmm. one yeah. of one of my favorite forms of self-care happened two weeks ago when I finally got to see Kat and Kay and I will say as much as I did enjoy it at the same time I was already thinking I have to go back to life without this like I have to go back and do this this and this and I didn't even let myself fully enjoy my time with them because my mind was elsewhere and I hate that I did that I ruined a form of self-care for me by overthinking (laughs) I'm glad
0: um we felt the same way I was so concerned with um my website and oh well you know plug myself in here um I was so worried about my website about my final I think out of all of my finals that was the one I was mainly concerned about because um it was the most untraditional way to do a final because it was just like do a creative project whatever you want Mm -hmm. on whatever you like um all hands on deck it's all on you and that, that in itself was very scary to me as someone who likes order and construction uh-huh. in academia. So it was just very scary and it was one of my favorite professor. So I feel like I always have to do like 110% when I'm like doing something for her. Um, so that weekend, you know, I was supposed to be really working on my final on that and I wasn't and I was, you know doing something that was also good, like, it was good for me, and, but I, at the same time, right. while, while I was there, I was also not there,
1: and it was just, it was just a chaotic mess in my head,
0: yeah, but- like I
1: enjoyed being there, but I'm, like, is the principal gonna text me, is my hosting teacher gonna text me, am I gonna have to write a lesson real quick, like, do I need to do this, like, it was just so much happening that I feel like I couldn't enjoy it, and I'm scared that that's how our grad trip is going to be, and I don't want it to be, because I just want to relax, like, I want it to be the three of us, and there are no, like, cares in the world. Yeah, I really
0: hope it's now, well, for me now, it's not gonna be like that, <laughs> um, probably worrying about work, but, you know, we'll get there when we cross that bridge, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, um, it ended up all working on fine, and I was just, you
1: know, all the as always, um, yeah. Yeah, no, but being there, I could tell that in our, we don't have awkward silence, it's just silence, so, like, in our moments of silence, like, I could tell that we all just had other things on our mind, yeah. and it felt good, because I'm, like, good, it's not only me, but I'm also, like, let's stop being stressed out and have fun, but we, like, didn't know what to do with ourselves.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, for our grad trip, we have a whole itinerary of just, like, things we're going to do, because that is very on-brand for us. Yes, we, we need to plan we, every second. Yeah, we, all of, all three of us, in very different ways we all need some kind of like structure and it's so funny um but it just
1: it just works for us yeah so i'm excited i it's not that far away it's only two and a half feet. so i am super super excited reminds me i have to get the karaoke um
0: but yeah i'm so excited i'm so excited for karaoke Um, I'm sorry, hug as you can tell. We are just a chaotic mess, even with our self care. But whatever works for you is is self care because you're thinking about yourself. There's no, I feel like there's this false notion that like self care
1: must look like a certain way, and I disagree. Whatever makes you feel happy and calm and relaxed is self-care there's no right or wrong way just whatever
0: works for you is for
1: you as long as it's taking care of yourself and not like destroying your mental health and well-being then you are good
0: yes but yeah that is us relaxing literally the day
1: after finals yes and our makeup is all done and now it's time to not be relaxed anymore and get into our whatever we have to do for the day
0: (laughs) well for the next two and a half days I'm literally just thinking about my graduation party um so it's a lot of like you know finessing all the little tiny details
1: yes that'll be so fun I hope you have a good time
0: Thank you. Everyone in my family is already like a lot of them. Oh my gosh. Okay. Secret. A lot of them called out of work just uh-huh. to go. And like, I didn't expect sweet. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't expect that. So, like, they're all telling me, they're like, oh, we called out of work. We're going to go. And <laughs> I'm just like, you I can't wait do to
1: see you know how your pictures. Uh, I know. I- Have a good time. I'm not doing anything big. I'm just going out to dinner with my grandma and my dad and brother. Honestly, if it was just me and my grandma, my dad don't got to be there or my brother. (laughs) (laughs) We're all so excited and we're all dressing up. So
0: I'm seeing everyone's outfits and they look so nice and pretty. But anyways, okay. So this is everyone.
1: Yes while we Um, we didn't know we're ending we've reached the end of this episode Um, Um, follow us on instagram and tiktok zero o'clock podcast and twitter zero o'clock pod and we'll be back next week with something (laughs) we are oh yes we kind of know what it is
0: but you know we'll get there when we get there
1: all right Bye.